Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. So as I say, morning and welcome to St Thomas's. It's lovely to see you this morning, particularly this really cold morning. Um, I don't know where you are, but uh, do you have snow coming down at the moment? Uh, we just have a few flakes that have been drifting down over the last hour. So shall we begin? The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed, and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. So we come to that part of our morning prayer when we have the readings from the Bible. And it struck me so often over the months that the readings have been really appropriate for our current situation with the coronavirus and it's no different this morning um, as we read them just just relate them to where we are at the moment so we begin with psalm 30 i will exalt you o lord for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me O Lord my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. O Lord, you brought me up from the grave, you spared me from going down into the pit. Sing to the Lord, you saints of his, praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favour lasts a lifetime. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, <clears throat> I shall never be shaken. O Lord, when you favoured me, you made my mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, O Lord, I called. To the Lord I cried for mercy. What gain is there in my destruction, in my going down into the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, O Lord, and be merciful to me. O Lord, be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy, that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks for ever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be for ever. Amen. Verse 2, O Lord my God, I called to you for help and you healed me. 
verse 5. Weeping may remain for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. And our Gospel reading this morning comes from the Gospel of St Mark, chapter 6, verses 53 to 56. And it's that short passage that, that ends uh, the, the moment when Jesus, after feeding the 5,000, had sent the disciples across the lake. And, this, and the waves came up, the wind came up, and Jesus walked on the water and calmed the storm. So, verses 53 to 56. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret and anchored there. As soon as they got out of the boat, people recognised Jesus. They ran throughout that whole region and carried the sick on mats to wherever they heard that he was. And wherever he went, into villages, towns or countryside, they placed the sick in the marketplaces. They begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak. And all who touched him were healed. As I say, I, I just feel that the, the readings we've had recently, and particularly these this morning, speak directly to our current situation. Um, and it may feel that over the last year we have been in that night of weeping. But let's remember the other part of that verse, that weeping remains for a night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. And perhaps as we look forward, we can begin to see uh, the morning starting to dawn and the point when we will be able to rejoice, as it were. And then we went straight from that into this description of Jesus' healing ministry, the number of people that he restored. And it's been interesting reading that book, um, Living His Story by Hannah Steele. And in it, she does talk about Jesus and his encounters with other people. And she makes this statement. Um, that Jesus started from a place of love. That Jesus starts from a place of love. And doesn't today's passage illustrate that perfectly? After what he'd been through in the previous day, the feeding of the 5,000, he'd been awake virtually the whole night. He landed sometime during the next day and people came to him. Wherever he went, the crowds came to him. His popularity amongst the ordinary people, they'd heard of his uh, wonderful deeds. And in an echo of what happened when that woman who'd been suffering from bleeding for 12 years came and touched his robe, were told that these people, how does it say, verse 36, they begged him to let them touch even the edge of his cloak. 
simply to touch the fringe, the tassels at the bottom of his robe, to bring healing. And in this, Jesus shows that, that divine authority and power that he has to bring about healing for all in need. And from his starting place of love, you notice that um, in the passage there was, no, there was no mention of teaching or preaching or anything other than Jesus giving in love to those who are in need. His care, his compassion for others shines through, doesn't it? And I suppose uh, we can ask ourselves, it's really difficult at the moment, I know, as we're all um, tied down in lockdown, but in our interactions with others, how can we too show that, that sense of love and compassion and care and concern for others? And so it's a real encouragement to me to actually, with both of these passages, to keep praying, knowing that the Lord will act. May I encourage you to keep those prayers to the Lord flowing in. Amen. And so let's come to our time of prayer. And again, uh, if you have any prayer requests, do pop them in the comments. Uh, there is a slight lag between uh, me speaking and seeing the comments come through, but we'll we'll address as many as we can as we go uh, but having put them there we can be certain that others will see them and pray with you and of course the Lord will see them and will know so let us pray almighty and everlasting God we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and the fearful and lift up all who are brought low. And Lord, um, as Julie has just posted, we do pray for our teachers, our schools, our pupils, um, that nobody be disadvantaged at this time, and this week that leads into half term, when all teachers, pupils, mums and dads will be feeling so tired. We pray that this week will pass calmly and quietly and that there will be a chance for, for rest and recovery over the half-term period. 
And Lord, we also pray for the Alpha Course, uh, which continues this Thursday. Uh, we pray for the blessing that the Alpha Course is for those who attend. We pray that people will engage um, with the material that's presented and, and Lord, uh, will come to you. Lord, we do pray for Martin uh, that's just been posted. It's great news that he's now eating, um, but his body is still full of the, the toxins of COVID which need to be flushed out. And so we do pray for him, Lord, for, um, for his recovery. And at the same time, Lord, we pray for all who have been brought low by COVID, whether they're at home or in hospital. We pray for each one of them, Lord, and for the people who look after them, for all nurses, doctors. And we also pray for their loved ones, Lord, who perhaps can't get to see them, put so much strain on people. And so we pray for your blessing and your peace on everybody who's directly affected by the coronavirus. Oh dear Lord, coming back to, to our prayer for schools, we just see that one, that prayer that's being posted about Otterbourne Primary School, local to us, um, having to close completely because of the number of staff who've contracted COVID. And that, of course, Lord, means that the children of key workers and those who are at risk now have to be schooled at home, which will add yet more pressure and stress. So we ask you, Lord, to, to look at that situation with compassion. And may it be that in due course, and perhaps it will have to be um, after half term that that uh, the key workers children can return to school and Lord we have the prayer there from Leslie to um, for Katrina waiting awaiting a biopsy and of course um, the, the anticipation of that can be so stressful, uh, the waiting. Um, we do pray for her, Lord. We pray for the family too as they go through the same stresses and concerns. And Lord, we pray for everybody who's awaiting treatment, those who've had procedures uh, postponed, perhaps even cancelled, and have to and have to wait for procedures to be rescheduled. Lord, we pray that you'll bring your peace and that sense of patience that will allow these poor people to, to get through the difficult moments that they are in just now.
and so Lord, even in these troubling times, may we rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So may the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. And let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. So thank you for being with us this morning. Um, whatever you do today, please do stay safe and take care. And let us go from here now in peace to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.